Welcome back to Never Be The Cat Storytime. I'm Little E. And I'm Mama T. Today we will be doing the story, The Cake Rider Blob. This is the first start of all the stories, but this one is the one we're going to do today. As I told you last time, there's tons of different moon stories. But this is just the one we're going to do today. This one might be scary for the more sensitive little souls out there, just so you know. We have some new special guests today. They go by EJ and AC. Now let Ned Beauty Cat Story Time begin. The Cake Batter Blob, a Silver Moon Story. There was a daddy one Friday who was craving cake. He decided that it was as good a time as any to teach his daughter how to make cake. This was her last day of winter break. He called out, Sally! Hey! Hey, honey, you want to make some cake? And she replied, Yes, please! Then came running into the kitchen. Her daddy was there. He was pulling out a bowl, and he said, Do you know what ingredients we need to make cake? And Sally responded, Flour, sugar, maybe milk, and some salt, and sugar. Ha! You said sugar twice, silly. You must really like sugar. Oh, yes, I do. <laughs> Her daddy laughed, then pulled out a few more ingredients. They mixed all the dry ingredients together. Then they mixed all the wet ingredients together. Finally, they poured the wet ingredients into the dry ingredients and stirred the concoction until it was just barely mixed. Wait, what does concoction mean? Concoction is just a mixture of different things. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> Having the concoction barely mixed was a special trick to make it extra fluffy. They put it in the oven, and Sally and her dad went and played a game while it cooked. Ding! The timer went off, and Sally went running into the kitchen to look at the oven. It smelled so good, and it looked so good. Sally's dad came, put on some mitts, and took the hot cake out of the oven. Sally asked, Can we frost it now? And her daddy replied, oh, we have to wait for it to cool off before we do that. Then he looked at the clock. Oh my, it's gotten late. We'll frost it in the morning. And Sally asked, Uh, what frosting are we going to make? Her dad told her he was also craving cookie dough. So they were going to make a vanilla chocolate chip cookie dough frosting. She was very excited about that. Let's go to bed right now so we can get him frost first thing in the morning. Suggested Sally. And her dad laughed and said, okay, honey. And off to bed, they went. Sally looked out her window. The curtains were open. And she saw the most beautiful-looking moon in the sky. It looked silver. And it looked like it was glittering. That was really cool. She had never seen a moon like that before. It was normally yellow. She closed her eyes and smiled with the picture of the moon in her mind and drifted off to sleep. Somebody else in the house saw the moon as well. It was a little fly that lived in a plant in the kitchen. The fly flew over to the windowsill in the kitchen and looked up at the silver moon. The fly's mind drifted to the humans and the yummy food they were making earlier. It thought, they're so big, they must be able to eat a lot of food. I wish I could eat that much food. Then out of nowhere, it started to feel very, very hungry. And not just for anything but for something sweet. The fly took to the air, flew around the kitchen, and spotted a bowl with leftover cake batter in it that they had forgotten to clean up before they went to bed. 
the fly dove right in and started slurping it up. (laughs) Kept slurping and slurping and slurping. The fly's little body got bigger and rounder. Before he knew it, it couldn't even flap its wings. Its body was protruding on all sides, but it couldn't stop eating that batter. No matter how hard it tried, it just needed more. Finally, the leftover batter was gone. The fly was a roly-poly on the bottom of the bowl. It was feeling very sick. And then, all of a sudden, the fly started vomiting all of the cake batter out. It kept going and going until the fly finally shrunk back to its original size. Very sleepily, it flew back to its little plant and started dreaming as soon as it hit the dirt. Over in the bowl, there was something else very unusual starting to happen. The cake batter wasn't just sitting there. It was moving. In fact, it was growing taller. It started to form little arms, little legs, a body. Holes poked out where the eyeballs should be. If it wasn't so creepy, it would be cute. The cake batter blob scooched out of the bowl onto the countertop. It started walking along the countertop of the kitchen, leaving little squelch marks. Squelch, squelch. Then it hopped off the counter onto the ground. It wanted to explore. It looked side to side as it walked down the hall and then came upon a room. It walked inside and saw something beautiful in bed. It was Sally. Of course, the cake batter blob didn't know her name, but it liked the way she looked. So it crawled up her comforter, walked across the bed, and stared at her sleeping angelic face. It was glowing a bit from the bright silver moonlight. The cake batter blob saw her golden hair. That, too, was almost sparkling. It reached out with its little hand, and it touched the hair, and— oh. Oh, the hair fell off in his hand. It kind of stuck to it. He pulled it towards his mouth to taste it, and he started to gobble it up. Then he reached over and touched some more hair. And again, it fell off. He reached out and gobbled it up again. Nom, 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 nom. As he was munching and crunching on her hair, he looked up, and he saw something else that looked mighty tasty. It was her hand resting on the comforter. It had cute little sausage fingers. The cake batter blob crawled down towards Sally's hand. It reached out and touched the closest finger, which was her pinky, the littlest finger on her hand. And just like her hair, boop, it fell right off. Meanwhile, the family dog Chamba was sleeping soundly. She woke up suddenly and realized something felt wrong in the house. She got up and started to patrol, went to the big people's room. They were sleeping, nothing weird there. Then she went to the little girl Sally's room. She saw the cake batter blob perched over Sally's face again. It was reaching for her nose. Chamba barked. The cake batter blob turned, scared at the noise. It saw the big dog and ran off the bed. Chamba stepped back, scared as the cake batter blob scurried past her. It went all the way to the kitchen somehow managed to climb up the counter and crawl into the bowl. Then it curled up where it felt safe and went to sleep. The next morning, Sally woke up, stretched, yawned. (sighs) She jumped out of bed and ran into her parents' room. Daddy, Daddy, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up! What is it, honey? What time is it? Asked her daddy. 
Sally replied, "I don't know. Let's go flush the cake." And her daddy opened his eyes and looked at her and said, "Now what the heck happened?" Sally gave him a perplexed look. Do you know what perplexed means, EJ? Yes, it means confused. That's absolutely correct. Her daddy questioned, "What did you do to your hair, Sally?" Sally replied with a question, "What are you talking about, Daddy?" And her daddy said, "Did you cut your hair in the middle of the night?" Sally was very confused. She reached up with her hand and patted her head and found that the front of her head felt very smooth, which was not how it usually felt. As she moved her hand back over her head, now stroking it, she finally felt hair and said, "Hoof!" But what the heck happened to the hair in the front? She ran to the mirror in her parents' room and looked, and sure enough, the whole front half of her head was completely bald. There was no hair there at all. Then, as she continued to stroke her head, something else looked strange. She pulled her hand down, put it right in front of her face, and <gasps> Daddy, Mommy. Her daddy's eyes opened even wider. He reached over and shook his wife. Honey, honey, wake up. Something is wrong. Good morning, loves. What are you talking about? She looked from her husband to Sally and exclaimed, "Sally, what did you do to yourself?" Sally shrugged her shoulders and said, "I didn't do anything." Her mom told her, "Sally, put your finger back on." And Sally said, "I can't. I don't know what it is." Well, I'm calling the pediatrician. Her dad got out of bed and walked over to Sally. He touched her head and he looked at her finger. No blood. That's so strange. How do you just lose a finger? I was one doing the same thing. Agreed, Sally. I feel totally fine. Can we go frost the cake now, maybe? And her dad asked, "You want to frost the cake still? Why not? I don't hurt. What else are we gonna do? Mom's already calling a pediatrician." And her dad responded, "Okay, all right, let's go." They walked into the kitchen. And her dad said, "Oh, we forgot to clean up that last bowl last night." Then Sally looked inside and asked, "Does cake batter usually dry out like that overnight?" And her dad looked and saw a heaping glob of what looked like cake batter, but in a very funny shape. He stuck his finger in it and swirled it around and took it out. "Are those hairs?" he asked. He rolled the cake batter between his thumb and index finger, and it felt like hair. This is weird," he said. "Sally, did you come in here last night and cut your hair into the batter? That was the only thing he could come up with." Sally looked at him with a "Give me a break, Dad" face. He said, "All right, all right. I mean, I know that sounds weird, but why is there hair in this batter?" Sally stuck her finger in and swirled it around, and she too found hair. "This is weird, Dad," she said. Her dad stuck his fingers in again and started feeling all around. He was feeling for a finger, although he didn't really understand why. He didn't find a finger, but something sharp poked him. He felt around a little more and picked it out, cleared the batter off, and held up something that was somewhat circular and had a bit of a half moon shape. He said, "This. Wait, 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 wait. Sally, hold up your hands." Sally did as she was asked. Her dad held up the new oddity that he had found in the cake batter, and he compared it to her other hand. Just as I suspected, he said. What? Asked Sally. This 
matches your other fingernail on your other pinky. He said, it's the same size and shape. Look. She looked and sure enough, what he was holding looked just like her other pinky nail. Look for my finger. Look for my finger. She said, he told her, that's what I was doing. And I found this, but I didn't feel any fingers. They both stuck their hands in the batter and started squishing through it, but they really just found a bunch of hair. No more nails and no finger. Why would that be in the cape on Daddy? I don't know, honey. This doesn't make any sense at all. Nothing about this makes sense. Sally's mom walked into the kitchen and said, Okay, everybody, I've got an appointment. Get dressed. It's time to go. And Sally said, What about the cake? And her dad said, Seriously? You really want to frost a cake now? She said, well, kind of, but first I want to get rid of that batter. And he said, good idea. They dumped the batter into the sink and rinsed it with plenty of hot, hot water. They went to the pediatrician visit. The pediatrician jokingly said, well, it was a silver moon last night. Strange things happen on nights of the silver moon. Ha 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 ha. Everybody looked at her straight faced. They did not think it was funny. But Sally asked, what is a silver moon? Her mom said, We'll talk about it in the car, honey. You don't have anything else for us, doctor? And the pediatrician said, The good news is that everything looks normal and healthy. The bad news is I can't figure out any reason why this could happen. It's really strange. But I'll keep digging. In the car, Sally's parents told her all about the silver moon and how it happens once a year. And people say it's kind of like the full moon where strange things happen, but even more. Sally's dad said, I've never had anything unusual happen on the night of the silver moon. And her mom said, me neither. But that's the best explanation we got. Sally thought about that. So I have to wait a whole another year? Or will my hair just go back? And her mom told her, honey, we don't know. What's going to happen? You may just have to live like this. We'll have to keep a close eye on everything. Let us know if you feel anything new or strange, okay? And then she had to go back to school with half of her head of hair missing and one missing finger. That was its own challenge. Not surprisingly, when she walked into her classroom, people stared at her, some with their mouths open. Sally rushed to her seat and put her head down so she couldn't see people staring at her. At recess that day, she got another bitter taste for what it was like to look different. Sally, what happened to your hair? Inquired her friend, Natakshi. Uh, I don't know. Replied Sally. Then... Two not-so-nice kids came over and started making fun of Sally. Ha-ha, you can't even do a pinky promise. Yeah, Sally. Do you want to battle my brush? <laughs> hey, you don't treat my friend Sally like that. I don't think you should do that to her. It doesn't matter how you look on the outside. It matters who you are on the inside. Thank you, and take she definitely is you to stand up for me. As time passed, she tried different things to help fit in better again. She tried wigs and hats and gloves. The finger wasn't as bad. It was really the hair because it was right on her head. Or in her case, not on her head. After a while, she gave up trying to disguise it. She decided she was just going to live with it and own it. People wanted to make fun of her. They could make fun of her. That was their problem. She told her parents and her mom said, I'm with you, babe. And you know what her mom did? Her mom went, and she got her hair shaved on the front half of her head. When people stared at them, her mom would look and say, This is what you call fashion forward. 
It was nice for Sally having her mom stand by her side. Sometimes they would dress up in very fashionable clothes just to make themselves stand out even more, like the whole thing was meant to happen. It never felt totally good having people gawk at Sally, but she got more used to it. She also learned who her true friends were, like Natakshi. She didn't know it at the time, but this experience was making her a much stronger person. Not physically strong, like muscles, but stronger inside, which is more important. Having muscles is fantastic, don't get me wrong. But if you feel comfortable and confident with who you are on the inside, you can get through just about anything. Even Sally's teacher saw it. At the end of the year, she approached Sally and told her that she was really proud of her, not just for the good schoolwork she did, but because when she lost her hair and her finger, she didn't just pout and let the new difficulties keep her down for long. Instead, she learned to adapt, accepting her new reality and standing tall. Sally thanked her teacher and secretly thought that she really did wish she had her hair and her finger back. But Sally had learned that when she thought that way, it just made her feel really sad, so she had to just move along with the reality that she had in front of her. She ended up having a super fun summer, and when she went back to school, people didn't even comment on her hair anymore, or her finger for that matter. Everybody had kind of gotten used to it. It was no big deal, really. It was just different. Regardless, as winter approached, Sally kept her eye on the sky. The lunar calendar didn't tell you when the silver moon was, so she just had to watch for it. Her parents were watching, too. Finally, one night, there it was, sparkling silver in the sky. They all looked at it and were amazed at its beauty yet again. Sally looked at the moon and said, Oh, moon, I have learned a lot this last year, but if it's okay and if you can, I'd really like my hair back and my finger if possible. Next, it was Sally's mom's turn. Oh, Silver Moon, your style choices for my daughter Sally have been quite the adventure this last year. Could we have her original parts back now, though? Finally, Sally's daddy said, I wish my daughter's hair and finger would grow back, just like they were a year and a half ago. He wanted to leave plenty of time to make sure that the moon understood what kind of hair and finger he was talking about. They all went to bed, and Sally made sure her window was open so the silver moon could shine on her. The next morning, she woke up, jumped out of bed, and ran to the mirror. Her heart sank, as the front half of her hair was still gone. She looked at her hand, and the pinky was still missing. She touched the front of her scalp, and... <gasps> there was stubble. Tiny little prickly stubble on her scalp. She couldn't believe it. She ran to her parents' room and woke them up. Her mom said, Oh, honey, it didn't work. I'm so sorry. And Sally grabbed her mom's hand and put it on her scalp. And her mom said, Ah! You have stubble! And her dad said, What? And he reached over and he rubbed her head. You do have stubble! Oh, Sally! And they all gave each other a big hug. Sally's hair eventually grew back, but it wasn't the golden blonde that it had been, the golden blonde that was in the back half of her head. No, the front half was a shiny, bright silver color. On sunny days, it looked like it was glittering. Her finger never grew back, though, but that was no big deal to her. She had learned to live without a pinky. Eventually, Sally and her dad remade that cake with the vanilla chocolate chip cookie dough frosting, but they made sure that when they made it, 
it was nowhere near the time of the silver moon. The end. Thank you for listening to Navi Lucas Storytime. We hope you had fun. Meow. Nebula Cat is where it's at. <laughs> <laughs>